This is Planted, the podcast serving you plant-based lifestyle and wellness tips with a little bit of laughter and fun stories along the way. I'm your host, AP, founder and lead blogger at plantbasedslay.com. I'm so excited to welcome you to another episode of Planted, so let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Planted with AP and Mama Paige. I am AP. And I'm Mama Paige. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) We are excited to have you all back with us for our last episode of this season. I guess the first half of the season. After this episode, we'll take a little bit of a break, but we will be back uh, in about a month or so. So, to end it on a good note and talk about something that will be relevant for for January, which is people going vegan or plant-based in January. I can never pronounce it. I think it's called veganary. Veganary. (laughs) (laughs) So we wanted to jump on and share our journey transitioning uh, to plant-based and give you all some tips for going vegan in January. Yes, it's a good thing. I highly recommend it. (laughs) (laughs) We've stuck with it for so long. So it's we want to give you some tips to, to kickstart everything. So mm-hmm. Mama Paige, I will toss it to you to talk about your journey transitioning. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, my journey transitioning, I, I'm one, I'm a unicorn. It was not hard for me to transition. <laughs> so I think part of it, um, especially in high school, mm-hmm. um, you know, my mom, your grandma, during the summer, especially, we would have just all vegetable meals that were just all vegetables. So that was that wasn't a big thing. It wasn't unusual, and because we like all kinds of ethnic foods, that really wasn't unusual. That mm-hmm. meat wasn't a star or something. And now, if we fast forward from high school to um, yeah, when I was making a decision, mm-hmm. yeah, being plant based, being vegan is going to be my dietary choice and what I'm going to continue doing. Um, I remember telling people that I was going to be vegan and they were like, but there's no black vegans. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yes, there is. They were <laughs> me um, and, and others. Right. So this right. was back in 2000, back in 2006. Right. So mm-hmm. there it wasn't as popular or faddish um, then as it is now. I don't, I don't want to say faddish. It's just more people are discovering it, right? Um, right? More people are coming in because of ease of finding food, you know, as we've talked about before mm-hmm. um, in the trends episodes that more restaurants are, are offering vegan options. You can find cosmetics, you can find almost everything with a vegan option. So, mm-hmm. you know, it started with, I would say it started in the month of January, actually, January 2006, the church I was a part of, we did a Daniel fast, which is essentially a vegan diet for the month of January. And I just remember how good I felt um, that month. I did go back to eating um, poultry and fish. Mm -hmm. But if we fast forward to around October 2006, I remember just experiencing hot flashes and night sweats and saying, mm-hmm. this, this is not going to work. <laughs> Talking with my doctor about natural remedies. And he says, well, you know, you should put more soy in your diet. And I thought, oh, wow. Okay. You know, that's what I did in January for a protein source. So I think I'll do that for 30 days. Mm-hmm. That took 
um, took me over the month of November, which included Thanksgiving. Um, Granny thought I was going to die because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you think of the traditional African-American soul food Thanksgiving dinner and I wasn't eating any of it because, mm-hmm. you know, as Granny cooked, everything had meat in it or something yeah. in it. <laughs> um, so then that's that's just I just made the decision that that's what I was going to do. And I was very fortunate um, that your dad was so supportive because mm-hmm. he could have made it difficult um, and hard. Um, so it was, yeah, it wasn't as bad a transition. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to give up meat. And then two days later, oh, I, I really want some meat or I want some bacon. It, that that never happened to me. <laughs> I never, I, I didn't want the meat because my body felt so good. Mm-hmm. Why would I want to put something back in my body that was going to make me not feel as good as I was. So for me, I, it was more, I had a good want to, and that's what I tell people and say, Oh, I, I could never go vegan. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you could, you just don't want to, as yeah. soon as you find your want to, mm-hmm. and it's a good want to, you can do that. And then, then, you know, and I know we'll talk about advice in a, in a bit. I would say there's there's a lot of ways that you can start this journey. If you're going to start, a, you're going to say January 1, I'm just going to eat tofu and alfalfa sprouts. Yeah. You're not going to last. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might, most people probably wouldn't. Maybe you like that and that's your thing, but yeah, most you people like wouldn't last. Yeah, most people mind. would not. Yeah most people would not last. Right. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's all about being intentional. So for me, I was very intentional. In the early days, I did a lot of kind of meal planning. I don't know if I would say meal prep because I didn't have food made up in advance, but a lot mm-hmm. of meal planning so that I would know what I was eating mm-hmm. um, and develop some good habits to maintain. So what I mean by that, if I was traveling, I would bring my own snacks with me mm-hmm. because if I'm, trying to be vegan back in the days where they serve food on airlines mm-hmm. um, that might not be an option or you know really looking into the reading labels um or looking on menus at a restaurant and asking how things are made as opposed to taking things for granted so it's much more intentional did a lot of reading about how to make sure I was getting enough protein, how getting enough vitamins, getting enough nutrients just to make sure. And in those early days, I had kept a, a food, I had a food app on my phone mm-hmm. where I was entering in, I guess, food diary, where I was entering in everything that I ate. And then at the end of the day, I could see um, not so much the calories because I wasn't looking, I did not have a problem with calories. Mm-hmm. Um in terms of not getting enough, it was probably going the other way, but all the nutrients I could show, it's like, look, I, this is, this is, I got this much fiber. I got mm-hmm. this much protein. This is what the carbohydrates look like. This is what, you know, the, the vitamin distribution looks like. And so I could show um, my doctor, I could show your dad. It's like, look, see, I'm, I'm doing this right. Because I think people get into trouble when they don't do their research before either reading or talking to someone who's been doing this in a healthy way mm-hmm. and then you do it in a way that you're not feeding your body well and then you wonder why in four days you feel horrible mm-hmm. um, or you're 
hungry all the time and then you then you fall off the wagon right right yeah. so uh mama pay shared her journey and a few tips uh, so I will go into my uh, journey and give my tips because I think mine was a lot different than yours, uh, mm-hmm. for sure. So um, well, you had me cheering you on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I went back and forth a couple of times. So I guess years previous to me, like actually transitioning, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go vegetarian. I would do it for maybe a couple of weeks. And I'm like, oh, no, I can't do this. I want burger. I want this. I want that. Um, and then I started doing it only to like detox or, you know, cleanse out my body. And then it was like, okay, well, if I'm doing this to reset my body, why not just do it to, as you said, intentionally make myself feel good. If I know that mm-hmm. it's making me at my best, then why not continue it? But I just didn't have the want to. I was mm-hmm. just like, if I can go back to it every other month and just do it then and then eat the way I want to eat, quote unquote, uh, in the other times, then maybe it, it wouldn't be so bad. Um, but then I went to the doctor and they were like, hey, we're noticing some things that are abnormal for your age. <laughs> um, and it was some of it was stress related, but I like, I think a lot of it was diet related too because I, I eat. I'm a person that eats for whatever reason, happy, sad, mad, <laughs> bored, so, um, and I feel like a lot of that was diet related. So um, we had a conversation and you were like, well, I'm going back to, I think you were trying to clean up your vegan diet. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, maybe I'll do it with you. Yeah. Um, and you were like, yeah, well, if you do it with me, then we can do it towards this goal, which was uh, the dinner at Alina. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was a super fancy dinner. We've talked about it all the time on our podcast. <laughs> into detail, but it was a super fancy dinner that allowed us to have a fully uh, vegetarian, I'll say, tasting menu. Um, that was super nice. Uh, after that, I just decided that, hey, this feels good. I want to continue eating this way. We, at that time, we also talked about possibly starting a blog, but I was not ready to do that yet because I was still on my journey, still trying to figure things out. Um, it, different from Mama Page, I did not plan out my meals or anything like that. I just looked to see what restaurants around me had vegetarian-friendly foods, and I did it that way. So I was a fast food vegan for like the first year and a half. Um, but a little bit after that, and definitely once the pandemic hit, I was like, okay, I gotta start cooking for myself. Um from a budget standpoint, but also from a, I need to eat healthier um, and just be more intentional about what I'm putting into my body, not just the ingredients, but also how it's made um, and just knowing how things are made and what things are being put into food, not just, you know, ingredients, but like what emotions and what feelings, like all those things go into the meal that you're eating. So I just want to be more intentional about all that. So I started cooking for myself and that's when I started planning more things out about what I was going to eat. And also we started the blog, uh, which helped with that because I was able to um, be more intentional and think about what I was putting into my body, think about the recipes and get more creative with the food that I was eating. So I would say that you just do it your own way, kind of figure out what works for you. If meal planning and meal prepping works for you, then great. If finding restaurants around you 
um, is helpful, like your favorite restaurant, seeing if they have vegetarian options or vegetarian versions of what you already like to eat. Um, that's awesome. I would also say there's plenty of times on the blog where I said that, you know, I hated eating this particular thing like tofu, for instance. I did not like tofu <laughs> before turning vegetarian or turning plant based, but I love it now. I probably eat it every other day. And so the difference was me actually taking that ingredient and making it my own and making it into something that I can work with and something I would enjoy. So I would say that too. Don't just write off things that you wrote off before you turn plant-based. I would take those ingredients and try to turn them into something that you really like and, and work with those ingredients to turn it into something that you like and maybe even create alternatives to your favorite recipes. So those would be my tips. And just to be patient with yourself, Sometimes it doesn't always happen overnight where you're like, yep, this is uh, this is what I'm going to do. As Mama Paige said, she's a unicorn <laughs> in a lot of cases. It's, you know, I want to do this, but I'm not quite sure. So don't be afraid to dip your toe into the pool first uh, to see which side you want to jump in on. You can start with Meatless Mondays. You can start with being vegetarian for one week. Um, you can start with just taking beef out and then making your way through chicken and fish um, and all that stuff. So those would be, that's my journey and, and my tips for going plant-based. <laughs> I like those. You know, you were talking about, um, well, being gentle with yourself and mm -hmm. don't say, okay, you got to jump in the deep end and go all out and, you know, make your own bean curd. <laughs> kind of vegan or plant-based person yeah but, no you, you know, don't have just, to be that vegan or plant-based unless you want to i mean unless if that's you want, your thing unless you want if that's to, what you, motivates you if you're the kind of person that you need to go all out mm -hmm. all the way in then by yeah. all means do that but i would say um if you try to do something like that or even if you try in a little bit of a slower pace mm -hmm. if you make a mistake be gentle with yourself yeah it's, it's okay mm -hmm. um no judgment um, because who knows, you know, someone comes and they say, hey, I'm going to take you out to this restaurant. Have you always wanted to go to that restaurant? <laughs> go to the restaurant. To that restaurant. You were going to have that. Right. Okay. You yeah. Can, you, can, you, can, you can do that. Mm -hmm. Now your body might tell you, hey, you just did that. Right. right. <laughs> but, you know, just be gentle with yourself. Mm -hmm. Um you know, you were talking about different options, like maybe, um, yeah, just take the beef out your diet or, mm -hmm. or meatless Mondays. You know, you can do uh, another thing that I've um, seen done um, is kind of like a progr progressively, mm -hmm. um, like week one, you take this out of your diet or mm -hmm. week two, you take not only what you took out week one, but you yeah. also take out something else. So mm -hmm. maybe week one, it's beef. Maybe week two, it's pork. Week three, it's chicken. Um, I think one of the reasons that people find it difficult to let things go, um, some of the, you know, meats and, and animal byproducts, is that they're not used to thinking about cooking or having a meal without those things in it. Mm -hmm. um, so if you can't if you can't even imagine that you can make pancakes without eggs and milk. <laughs> right. Right. It's just like, oh, what am I going to eat? Well, actually, 
the fluffiest pancakes there are are vegan pancakes. Those are the fluffiest pancakes you will ever have. I yeah. guarantee it. I think it's like you said, like sometimes it's hard to visualize. So even with the resources available now, going to a restaurant that you know has vegan pancakes and trying it there where a professional yes. has made it can mm-hmm. kind of ease the way. And I think that's probably why I leaned on a lot of fast food at first, because I was so scared that I was going to make something that was just going to turn me completely off Mm -hmm. uh, because you and dad had made so many delicious vegan (laughs) foods that I was just like, (laughs) oh, no, like as soon as I leave home, you know, as soon as I get back from visiting mom and dad, like this is going to be shot. Like I'm not going to be able to (laughs) to recreate these things that I would actually want to eat, because even now I don't like eating faux meats. But yeah dad finds it as a personal challenge and every time I come home <laughs> yes, he, he makes something and I'm like oh I, I can eat this here but I, I won't continue eating this after I leave but I think finding someone who you know can make vegan uh, recipes really well or finding a restaurant that has really good reviews that has mm-hmm. you know a vegan version or a plant-based version of what you like to eat can be helpful as well in helping mm-hmm. to visualize it but not not only visualize it but also be able to taste it and see that that is actually possible um and then once you trust yourself a little bit more then you can definitely try out blogs like plant-based slay (laughs) Um, to help to help guide you through different recipes that you may not have thought of but Mm -hmm. i would i would say that um not being afraid to to use a crutch in the beginning oh yeah kind of ease yourself into you know, um, and I think lifestyle. And I think people would be surprised um, in some of the grocery stores. I know some of the big mm-hmm. box grocery stores, one of the local ones that we have around here, they have more vegan pre-made foods <laughs> than the health food store, mm-hmm. does, right? Yeah, and a bigger and a bigger variety. Mm-hmm. Um, surprise, surprise! Target has a lot of frozen vegan meals in mm-hmm. their grocery section. Mm-hmm. Just surprise. So I would, you know, one other tip I would have is if you're going to either try to make your own food or you, or you want the, okay, I need something in the freezer Mm -hmm. (laughs) just in case, just go look, look through every aisle (laughs) of your grocery store. Mm -hmm. Um, Look at the frozen section, because if you're just looking at, usually there's a health foodie or you know, healthy lifestyle, healthy living section, you know, look in that, but look in the other ones as well. You might mm-hmm. be surprised at what is actually out there. Um, your dad and I just went to um, Sam's Club this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And there we found it was one, it was a plant-based, actually vegan breakfast bowl. It was made with sweet potatoes, <laughs> um, vegan sausage, red onions and oh, I was like wow. okay let's get that um and I brought it home I said I gotta try it because if it's good I'm gonna go get another one because these you know these things don't stay all the time mm-hmm. and I tried it and said you know if I add just a pinch of cayenne pepper to it mm. <laughs> it will work. and a pinch of salt it'll be perfect <laughs> um and then there was a, a, a pizza bowl with cauliflower it was cauliflower faux pepperoni and pizza sauce. It was yeah. interesting. Cheese. It was interesting. But so in saying that one, look for things. Don't just say, well, I don't know what, just actually take some time to go down each aisle in your grocery store to see what is actually there. And two, 
just because it's plant-based doesn't mean you're going to like it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so exactly. give yourself permission to not like something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, like I don't typically like faux no, meat. you don't. I no. do not. Or faux cheeses. That's not my thing. That's as people say, that's not my ministry. I don't, I don't want to <laughs> deal with them. But for whatever reason, the way you and dad make them, I'm like, okay, I can eat it with this, but it's just not something that I want to continue. Um, right. So it's okay to not like something just, and I always tell people to just think of how you were eating prior to plant-based. You didn't like every single meat product on the planet just because you eat meat. So you're not going to like every single plant on the planet just because you're plant-based. And going back to your first, um, your first one, I would even say, don't just look in aisles, look at what's already in your pantry. Cause you may be surprised yes. at what's already, already vegan in your pantry. Mm-hmm. A lot of sauces are plant-based. A lot of snack cakes are plant-based. <laughs> A lot of breads <laughs> are yes. right, unintentionally, accidentally vegan as we call it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of breads are plant-based. So look at what's already in your cabinet and what you already enjoy eating. I mean, mm-hmm. it may surprise you that a lot of those things are plant-based um there's a reason why people started branding things with real milk it's because it didn't have dairy in it before (laughs) um so so take a look and see what's already what's already plant-based or vegan in your your pantry too as well because that's a good way to start too so you're not just starting from scratch you're starting from a place that's familiar Mm um and i don't I also don't like prepared foods so much, like frozen prepared foods, but the Amy's burritos <laughs> are really good in a in a pinch. Um, those are always really good uh, in a pinch. And a lot of times they're vegetarian or plant-based, so, or yeah. vegetarian or vegan. So um, mm-hmm. I would even say, give those a try. If you like just pop something quick to pop in the oven or yeah. even a college student and you don't mm-hmm. have a lot of freezer space, um, they're not expensive and you can pop them in and they're still plant-based. Yeah. My go-to in a pinch is Amy's green curry. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't tried that one yet. It's like, yeah, okay. And you know, just even sometimes it's like, I didn't bring my lunch with me. Mm-hmm. I got a little bit longer lunch break. Oh, there's a grocery store not too far from where I work. So I'll just mm-hmm. go to the grocery store, pick up the Amy's green, <laughs> green curry, take it back, put it in the microwave. Voila, I got lunch. Well, you know what's funny now for me, just because I work from home so much, um, and I've gotten so used to cooking for myself. My in a pinch thing is like quickly frying up some tofu and putting a <laughs> sauce over it and putting it with like a vegetable or something. So, which is completely opposite from where I started. It would have been yes, like, oh, yes, French fries. Let me go get French fries. But I'm like, oh, I have tofu in the freezer. Let me just thaw it out in the morning. Uh, you know, chop it up and fry it. So, and I think so, sometimes we can surprise ourselves. Getting back mm-hmm. to you know, what do you have on hand? What's in the pantry? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think we can surprise ourselves about what we can whip up real quick. I remember I went over to a person, an acquaintance house for lunch, and I think she had forgotten that I was vegan. She knew, but you know, <laughs> two years of COVID and yeah, she had forgotten about that. And she says, Oh, no, no worries, because what she had was going to prepare. And I was like, No. And so, but she had a garden in the back. So <laughs> she went out to the garden and and picked some 
greens, um, picks had a potato, mm -hmm. um, carrots, and just cut it yes. all up, mm -hmm. quickly fried it. It, it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, I gotta do, I gotta do that more often. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, what, what do I have in the vegetable bit? Mm -hmm. What, how about if I just saute it, toss some noodles in with it or toss some rice in with it, put a little, either a little olive oil or, you know, that lemon oil that we had gotten um, some time ago, that mm -hmm. a pasta with a lemon and, oh, here's some mushrooms. And, oh, yes, I, I got a stick of kale or a stomach kale. So I'm put this kale in there and some mushrooms and there and with some pasta. And it's like, yes, this is really good. Yeah, that um, that's also a good idea. I was also thinking about, uh, I watched this YouTube video. Um, I think it's called Mom in Progress or something. It's a mm -hmm. woman off of BuzzFeed. And she cooks, but one thing she does with her kids is she cooks different meals from around the world. So different fans will send in their family recipes or recipes that are traditional in their cultures. Um, and she'll pick a few and cook it for her family so that they, and they also get a lesson about that culture and the uh, oh, area, cool. things like that. Um, and the kids get to try different things and she wants to expand their palate. But the other thing that she does is taking foods so that they don't like without them taking foods that they don't like and trying to hide it into their food pretty much so that they get a different perspective on the food. And typically they like it. Like I think she took mushrooms and chopped it up and put it into a burger and gave it to them. But one of the cool things she did was take, um, hen of the woods mushrooms mm -hmm. and oven fry them oh, wow. um, okay. and turn them into chips and turn oh, them into like good. chips for her kids to eat. And so that was really cool. And I was just saying like things that, you may not be familiar with turning it into something that you are more familiar with, yeah. like turning mushrooms into chips or turning um, zucchini. I made zucchini fries that are really good. So turning those mm -hmm. into something that you're more familiar with and what you like um, can also help as well. It, and just going towards like what you already have in your kitchen. If you're feeding for French fries and you don't have potatoes, um, but you have zucchinis, maybe try zucchini fries. And if that doesn't work, you can always still go get French fries. But yeah. use what's in your house first. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of the, um, someone had given me, a, they had heard me say that I like green tomatoes. So they brought me like a boatload of green tomatoes. I was like, I can't eat this many fries. Even I can't eat this many fried green tomatoes. Yeah. But I made, I made green tomato muffins because I just did a search. Oh, wow. Um what do you do with green tomatoes? It's like green tomato muffins. And I was like, yeah. huh, okay, I'm going to make that. What was so nice, what was a little devious. Um, so I made them, mm -hmm. but we were having a breakfast at church like the no. next day. So I took them in, but I didn't oh, label. No. I didn't put like vegan green tomato muffins. So I just brought a pretty, you know, glass cake plate and yeah. threw them up there. And I said, I'll just see. See who eats them. See who eats. They were gone. They were like, <laughs> like, like locusts came. In oh, no. And I just had to chuck them. And then I said, okay, well, let me just walk by the big garbage can to see if, you know, people took a bite and, you yeah, know. Yeah, toss them away. Nope. Oh, no. Nope. They were. And it's like. Well, you know, have to. They were all digest. You know, those were green tomato 
muffins. No, they weren't. Yes, they were. <laughs> <laughs> Tomato is a fruit. Yeah, true. That <laughs> so is true. It's just a fruited muffin and it was vegan so it was green tomatoes and vegan. they were like and you never again right the you know what's funny the best well the top chocolate pudding i've ever made and um the best brownies i've ever had were made with avocados avocado you know, makes really good chocolate oh it does things. I, I still can't bring myself to make the chocolate with the avocados. I I can't bring my, it's just something about mashing up the avocados to get that. Um, but I have had chocolate avocado truffles. Oh. oh my gosh. So yeah, I would say if you can't mash them or can't stand the idea of mashing them, I would blend them up. Well, it's just, like put all the ingredients in there and then you won't see the greenness in it. Yeah, but I would have to put it. I still have to put it in the blender. I, I just I just can't do it. I, oh. I just it's just something psychological. I can't and do it's it. It's good. It makes the gooeyest oh. chocolate brownie things ever. But those truffles were so smooth. They were mm -hmm. so good. And I think someone had also made some um the chocolate avocado ice cream mm -hmm. and i was like oh this is so, so good. good i just can't do it myself i know <laughs> i get it i i understand that i understand that there's but some things all... that are just like uh probably not that that's the way i am with uh satan like oh, it yeah. looks okay and i've tried yeah. it before and i'm like uh, but i would never be able to like physically make the dough and then yeah. fry it and i can't oh, so yeah. I get it. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I'm I, eating dough. Yeah, that is exactly what we're doing. <laughs> right. just eating bread a different way. Right. Um, I think, you know, in all of this, if you're if you're thinking about going vegan for January, mm -hmm. for all of January, part of January, you know, we've talked about being vegan before six or vegan after six, mm -hmm. uh, meatless Mondays. Um, tofu Thursdays. I don't know if that's really a thing. But... I don't think it's a thing, but you can make it a thing. If you can make it a thing. You. Tofu Tuesday, you know, and Tuferky Thursday or something like that. <laughs> but what I, I would, I would say, talk yourself into it as opposed to trying to talk yourself out of it. Because yeah. so many times we'll have an idea and then we'll come up, our minds will flood with all mm -hmm. kinds of reasons why we can't, how this is going to be so hard. Um, and you talk yourself out of it before you even start. Mm -hmm. So I would say start talking yourself into it. Start small um, baby steps, unless you want to jump into the deep end. And if you want to jump into the deep end, go ahead and go back through some of our recipes mm -hmm. <laughs> to, to get yourself encouraged and excited and just mm -hmm. Google you know, vegan recipes on YouTube, on a certain, like on your TikTok or Instagram. Or TikTok, and just be encouraged and inspired by those things. You don't, you know, you don't have to buy a vegan cookbook except ours. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to buy a vegan cookbook right. to start off with, right? You can mm -hmm. really just do a search and all kinds of things will 
come up. I would say I think ours is the best recipes out there, but you know, I'm slightly biased. I would say the same. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just as, as you said, just talk to yourself into it. Once you make the decision that that's something that you want to do for whatever your reason, your why is. And mm-hmm. I would even go back to, don't even feel pressured about your why. Um, yeah. Because when I first started out, I was like, I'm just doing it for myself. Like I'm not doing it for the planets or the animals or the justice of it or anything. I just, I just want to feel better. Um, <laughs> it's all about me. It's, it's all about, about I'm just doing it for myself. Uh, but as I got more into it, then it was like, okay, yeah, I'm doing it for myself, but I'm also grateful that this is making a greater impact beyond myself. Yeah. Um, so don't even feel pressured about your why. Don't feel like you have to fall into one of the buckets. If you do, great, but don't feel like you have to. And don't don't pressure yourself so much that you talk yourself out of it, but also don't pressure yourself so much that you feel stuck in it. It should be something that's right. enjoyable and something you like doing. And if you have to take a step out or take a step back, it's okay. You yeah. do what's best for you. Um We've talked in our other episodes about not judging each other's journeys um, and just kind of encouraging people to be themselves and explore food, explore their intentionality, explore their spirituality or whatever, whatever journey that they're on, encouraging people to be on their own journey and not be on yours. So. Yeah. And I would say instead also in think about what you can look forward to, not mm-hmm. to pressure yourself. Because sometimes when people are thinking about transitioning to plant-based, they're thinking about, oh, but I'm going to miss bacon. I'm going to miss cheese. I'm going to miss burgers. Instead of thinking about spending all your time thinking about what you're going to miss, Mm -hmm. think about all the things you get to try. Right. Um, Wow. I'm, I'm, I've never had that before. This mm-hmm. is, you know, go to the through the vegetable section, local <laughs> grocery store or Asian market, especially, mm-hmm. right? Go to the grocery section, the produce section, mm-hmm. and just say, "Well, I have no idea what dragon fruit is." Right. <laughs> I'm right. Try it, or just and you find out there's so many different kinds of greens right there. There's mm-hmm. collard greens, there's mustard greens, there's turnip greens, there's kale mm-hmm. greens, there, there's alligator kale. There mm-hmm. Dinosaur <laughs> kale, which is really good. Yes, <laughs> all this stuff, but just like give yourself a, find a way to challenge yourself to say, oh, I'm going to try that. Because mm-hmm. if you look at what you're eating now, um, if you're not really intentional about what you are eating, mm-hmm. you'll find you're not your diet is not that wide. You're not yeah. eating a whole you're mm-hmm. not eating a whole lot. I mean, how many of our listeners have like a favorite restaurant? Mm-hmm. And when you go to that restaurant, you order the same thing. Yep. And then I, got like 30 <laughs> items on the menu and you order the one thing all the time. And then, I do that it's now. good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did that because there's this Chinese <laughs> food restaurant love going to mm-hmm. and it's like i know what i'm gonna get and right it's, i'm going to get the orange tofu with the extra broccoli that's mm-hmm. what i'm gonna get yep. last time i said nope i'm gonna do something different i'm gonna get the mopal tofu mm-hmm. and i had it and it's like this is good and you know what extra broccoli right but even but even doing that just even saying you know okay I'm going to switch once, mm-hmm. right? Just to try something else. So then you really know mm-hmm. that your favorite really is the orange tofu. Yes. 
Yes, I I go to a Thai place over here, and I every time I go there, I get the same thing. This last time, I didn't even leave my name with my pickup order, and when I walked in, she was like, "Oh, Paige, hey!" And I was like, "Hey, hi." <laughs> so, so yeah, you know, you yeah. can you can have a favorite, but don't be afraid to step out don't of that. And if you stuff. do have a favorite, try to find vegetarian or. Uh, plant-based options for your favorite i was even thinking when you said um there are so many other different options uh when you think about going to the grocery store but even with like burgers something as simple as a burger like you have so many different meat burgers but you have just as many if not more plant burgers so if burgers are your things or tacos every friday try a different taco or a different Mm -hmm. burger um, with different ingredients that's yes. a good way to ease into it as well because I really like tacos and that's been something that's been really fun for me which is trying different fillings for different tacos mm-hmm. um, which some of them are on the site some of them were a bust uh, but we'll come back to those <laughs> later but, but we have a lot of good ones on the site and just playing with your playing with your food yeah playing with your food and having fun with it mm-hmm. and you know and if it blows up on you, you can always go get takeout. Right. There's so many <laughs> or, takeout options. Or have the french fries. <laughs> All right. And have french fries and wine. That also works. Well, That also works too. <laughs> this has been a really good episode and I hope that we left you with amazing tips that you can use um, if you're going plant-based or thinking about going plant-based in at any I guess length of time in January. We hope that you do. We hope that you try it. Um, and if you're already plant-based, we hope that you will try new recipes in January uh, yes. to inspire you. So visit us at plantbasedslay.com. Um, while we're on this break, we'll still be posting delicious recipes and wellness tips and things like that. Um, but yeah, we'll see you in a month. <laughs> we'll see you. And yeah, and happy new year. Happy new year <laughs> and happy cooking. And happy cooking. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Planted. Planted is growing every day, and we would love for you to be on this journey with us. Subscribe to Planted through your podcast streaming site or visit us at plantbasedslay.com so you don't miss a weekly episode. Also, don't forget to follow us on IG at plantbasedslay for delicious recipes, wellness tips, and all the positive vibes. Okay, until next time.